Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. From Mamma Mia, welcome to The Spill, your daily pop culture fix. I'm Key Reese. And I'm Laura Brodnick. And LB, as if you couldn't be more brilliant than you are on the bloody show, you've gone and written <laughs> the most gorgeous piece on Mamma Mia. I will link it in the show notes so all of us girls can go and read about your time in lockdown. And I feel like you've put into such beautiful words what so many people are feeling. Oh, thank you, buddy. And thank you for sharing it. And can I say, I got the nicest comments from Spillers about that post, just talking <gasps> about like, what everyone's going through and everyone's like who is in lockdown is kind of too hesitant to say because you don't want to sound like you're complaining we know everyone's got it worse than us but the number of spillers who messaged me and said like thanks so much for the show and like I'm in lockdown too and it's been really hard and you guys are getting me through with putting together a peppy show and like sometimes Key and I like are crying and then like the show starts and we're like okay (laughs) let's go (laughs) we've got this yeah, it doesn't help that we watch those press conferences right before we I record. know, I've got to stop I'm doing so that. I'm so proud. <laughs> I'm so proud. Call me Key Jenna. You're doing amazing, sweetie. Oh, thanks, buddy. Well, there's been a lot of drama over the weekend all over a silly little song called Bang Bang. So Jessie J has come under a lot of fire for misrepresenting the origins of the hit song and Nicki Minaj had a lot to say about it. Before we get into that, we have some entertainment news headlines of the day. I have news. What's the hot gas? I want more headlines. Kicking it off with news from, I think, our shared favourite celebrity. Last week, singer, rapper, songwriter and flautist Lizzo hosted her first ever TED Talk at the TED Monterey, the Case for Optimism conference in Monterey, California. Her big idea? That twerking is more than just a dance. It's unique to the black experience. So while her full TED Talk is expected to be released in spring, TED Talks did us a solid and shared a preview clip of her discussion on Instagram, which she dubs a TED twerk. So she explains the historic significance of the dance to black culture and also the importance of safeguarding black culture against erasure. My ass has been the topic of conversation. My ass has been in magazines. Rihanna gave my ass a standing ovation. Yes, my booty, my least favorite part of my body. How did this happen? Twerking. (laughs) Through the movement of twerking, I discovered my ass is my greatest asset. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ted Twerk. (laughs) I'm going to take my shoes off. Is that okay with y'all? Black people carried the origins of this dance through our DNA, through our blood, through our bones. We made twerking the global cultural phenomenon it has become today. I want to add to the classical etymology of this dance because it matters. From TikTok trends to songs and humor, we see so much erasure of what black people have created. I'm not trying to gatekeep. 
but I'm definitely trying to let you know who built the damn gate. I loved this so much. So a recap that the TED blog did explained that she went into the roots of the dance. She talked about the impact from slavery and how it's been passed down on generation to generation. So we will be no doubt talking about this when it's released in full later this year. Also making news today, over the weekend, the Seven Network confirmed the all-star cast for its new event series, Big Brother VIP, which is set to air later this year on Channel 7. So the description of the show is 12 VIPs are taking a vacation from their celebrity lives and checking into an experience like no other at Big Brother's first ever luxury hotel, where they will receive rock star treatment with a Big Brother twist. The 12 stars taking part in Big Brother VIP include actor Bernard Curry, Big Brother 2021 favourite Danny Hayes, fashion designer, model and Kyle Sanderland's ex-girlfriend Imogen Anthony, Married at First Sight star Jessica Power and Survivor fan favourite Luke Toki. Then the two big international names that have been added to the cast include Keeping Up With The Kardashian star, Caitlyn Jenner, who has already been photographed back in America, so fans are assuming that her time on the show is going to be incredibly brief, and Meghan Markle's brother, Thomas Markle Jr., who has been billed by the show as a famous big brother. I have searched the country and around the world for the most fascinating stars. And... I found them. I'm Meghan Markle's brother. I'm the biggest brother of them all. I told Prince Harry, I think she's going to ruin your life. She's very shallow. They might think they know what they're in for. You know how they say power corrupts a person? Donald Trump was drunk and mad on power. But they have no idea. Big brother may have met his match. They might think they are ready. Big again. Ladies, lock up your husbands. Because this time it's not my house. This is my hotel. I won Olympic gold. I grew up with the Kardashian group. I can handle anything. Big brother, I'm coming for you. This official cast announcement comes after British TV personality Katie Hopkins was deported from Australia after breaking hotel quarantine rules. It was thought that she was in the country to appear on Big Brother VIP. So that'll be on our screens later this year. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. Well, there has been one celebrity story dominating the headlines this week, and that's the fact that singer Jessie J made headlines this weekend thanks to a little interview she gave to Glamour magazine about the origins of the hit 2014 song Bang Bang, which she, of course, recorded with other musical powerhouses, Nicki Minaj and Ariana Grande. So it was meant to be a kind of big piece where she looked back on a number of her hit songs and talked about the origin of them, the impact they'd had, and shared little behind-the-scenes stories. It was all very innocent until she got to talk talking about Bang Bang, where Jessie J told the publication that Nicki Minaj had asked to join her and Ariana Grande on the Grammy-nominated track, so she wasn't initially meant to be part of that little trio. 
So she went on to say, Nikki was played the song in the studio and she was like, I've got to jump on this. We didn't go to her and ask if she wanted to do it. But then Jessie J went on to say that from her point of view, she thought it was amazing that Nikki came on the track and that when she found out Nikki was going to do the song, she was sitting at the end of her bed, holding her phone, staring at the floor and going, how the fuck did I land this? I literally felt like I'd won a competition. I just thought that was important to add because people are kind of making it sound like Jessie J was shading Nikki, which she wasn't doing, but she did have the wrong information because Nicki Minaj says she has a very different memory of events. And so she tweeted at Jessie J with a screenshot of the interview saying, babe, I didn't hear the song and asked to get on it. The label asked me to get on it and they actually paid me. How would I have heard this song? Child, what am I the damn song monitor snooping around looking for songs? And then she went on to say, this was said by another artist recently as well. So the scandal from this interview is also that Jessie J appeared to not know that Ariana Grande had co-written the song because after she talked about Nicki jumping on, she said that Bang Bang was a song that already existed and that Max Martin wrote Bang Bang and Ariana had played it. And when Jessie and she had heard it, they both loved it and said, why don't we do it together? Which is, of course, incorrect because as she found out now, Ariana actually co-wrote the song. Who knew that this origin story could be so juicy? Marvel are literally shaking in their boots right now, by the way. Yeah, right. Well, Jessie J ended up releasing a lengthy apology because I think she realized how bad it had gotten off kind of like a flippant comment. And she was also under the wrong impression, it turns out. So she said in an Instagram post, if we can't laugh at the lives we've been blessed with, what's the point? It really isn't that deep. From the moment I met you to now, I have shown you nothing but love and gratitude for how fucking blessed I was to have you and Ariana Grande, who, by the way, wrote Bang Bang with the insanely talented Max Martin, which I found out today. Jesus, what a day. Sorry, Ari. I never knew. Wild. I felt like I had won a competition. Did back then and still do now. I'm the first person to admit Bang Bang would never have been what it was without you guys. I'm sorry I got the story wrong all these years. I was told you heard the song and wanted to be on it by someone clearly gassing me up at the label. Bless them and my naive ass. Look, the song did a damn thing and I will never say you asked me to be on the song ever again. It's so wild that (laughs) literally some person at a record label who just wanted Jessie J to feel good about herself told a little innocent white lie that Nikki was super excited and really wanted to jump on the song when really someone else at the label went out and said, you have to be on the song. Yeah, exactly. I think it just goes to show how kind of monitored these celeb collaborations are. Like from the outside, they always want to make it look like behind the scenes. They all got together in a room and jammed it out and they have like a secret text message chain and like it's a real friendship female empowerment thing and maybe there was some truth to that but the real behind the scenes story is that all their managers and agents and everything would have been doing all the talking the idea that that origin of the song never came up the whole time they were recording they did like some press shoots for it they performed it together I'm pretty sure like not a huge amount but they definitely did a few times it was you know nominated for awards so there was a lot of time they would have been together but obviously they're not having any kind of talks between each other that their managers aren't facilitating. So the fact that like a story like this could linger since 2014 is just wild. Well, interestingly that you said that about the fact that the managers kind of put it together. In 2018, Ariana Grande got into like a little Twitter exchange with some of her fans and she was kind of teasing new music and a follower had asked her like if she was going to be going on tour to promote her current album at the time, which was Sweetener or a possible new fifth album. And she wrote, I think that sounds really nice. Lots of new material plus oldies in brackets the oldies we like 
I mean, unless y'all want to hear bang bang again. And then a fan responded to her, girl, I never want to hear that shit again. And she tweeted Ariana back, thank God I can't wait to show this to my team. So it's clear that Ariana and Nikki were both made to go on the song with Jessie J to help her career. And they obviously had to do it reluctantly. And that's, I think, why all of this kind of big fire has started because both of them were like, we hated the song. We never wanted to be on it. Ariana's like, I wrote it, but I don't even like it. And I never want to sing it again. That is wild. I mean, I know what I'm here to debate how good that song is, but it's a bop. And when I'm taking my government-sanctioned solo walk, that's one of the songs I listen to because it's really peppy. And also it was facilitated into the Pitch Perfect 2, I think it was, soundtrack. Like it plays at the beginning of the movie. It's on the soundtrack. So they would have got an extra bundle of cash for that. I mean, that movie was an absolute mega hit. That's what I'm saying. Don't snooze at those royalties, honey. Nikki should be just, you know, she's had a baby. She wants to probably have a college fund. I mean, she's going to already send them to college but like royalties are nothing to snooze at those movies are huge yeah exactly and I think one of the other reason maybe Nicki Minaj was kind of so I mean she was nice in her tweet like we've seen her really go off at other celebs before remember that time at the awards show where she was like to Miley Cyrus what's good I hear you had a lot to say about me in the press oh. and Miley was like I just want this floor to swallow me up right now people say that, oh that was a setup, God. but I don't know if it was she looked pretty scared but what I'm saying is here, like, she wasn't being, like, you know, she was just trying to set the record straight. And I think she did that because so many of Nicki Minaj's fans were up in arms about this on Twitter because there'd been some sort of allegations that Nicki Minaj had done this before, that she'd heard songs and asked to jump on them. And that's what she was kind of saying later on in her tweets. She's like, I don't know where this idea has come from, that I'm, like, snooping around, like, being the song monitor and trying to, like, sink my claws into other people's music when I have my own music and when I get asked to collaborate I do so I feel like that was kind of mixed messaging there that she wanted to set straight yeah definitely I feel like it's a real big diss to be like I'm begging to get on a song especially when you're at her level so we get it Nikki you're the goat we bow down to you and Jessie J honey she's never gonna give another interview again (laughs) she's scarred for life now don't do that Jessie J it's fine we all make mistakes we do all the time Well, thank you so much for listening to The Spill today. Get excited because your girls have done another Watch Club and it is on the very superb, immensely funny, I gobbled it up all over the weekend show that Laura Brodnick recommended on Weekend Watch. So if you haven't watched it, you're already in trouble. It is Hacks. We're going to release a Weekend Watch episode this Saturday. So if you haven't had a chance to watch it, hop on over to Stan. There are 10 episodes, about just over half an hour long. You can get through it easily before Saturday and then join us for your court-sanctioned... Sorry, we're not in prison for your government-sanctioned walk. (laughs) And you can listen to it then. This episode of The Spill was produced by Laura Brodnick and Maddie Joannou with audio production by Leah Porges. We will see you on mamamia.com.au. Bye. Bye. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures.